Hello, and welcome to the Consider Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Eric King, and along with my co-host, Mino Pachan, we're here to talk about all things mental health. Let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Consider Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Eric King. Uh, thank you all for joining us again. My co-host, Mino Pachan, won't be joining us once again, man. Please keep him in your prayers and your thoughts as he's going through his, you know, health things. And so keep him in your prayers. Um, and as soon as he's well enough to get back, you know, he's going to be back with us, man. So shout out to my boy, first and foremost. But we have a special guest today. You know, don't worry, people. You won't have to listen to my, you know, dry self-talk, you know, for like 20, 30, 40 minutes. No, no, no. I have a very special guest. My very own Roseville Raider, class of 2006 alum, Emily Blake has joined me. How you doing, Emily? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great, man. It's so good to see you, man. It's oh, so man. good. Yeah. Yeah, so this has been a long time. Okay. I've known Emily since we go back to middle school, man. So we, we go started back to elementary school. Brim elementary. Hall. Brim Hall. Right? See, there you go, man. Emily Hall. <laughs> Emily Hoffmeister and Eric Mosley. There we go. Yes. Back when we didn't yes. even have the same names. Okay. Yes. So yeah, back to Brimhall Elementary, man. Um, so we've come a long way since since the 90s, folks. That was a long yeah. time ago. Back when you had to have your parents, people's, you know, um, house phone numbers. That's how you know mm -hmm. we got real friends. If I have your house, if I have your mama's number, we go back. <laughs> so yeah thanks so much for joining me here today again diversify the show and bring a lot of different perspectives and so it's so great when we can have a lady on you know we've had a few ladies on you know Leela T shout out to her we Mrs. Um, Moore um, she came on here Alicia Moore and you know now we have Emily Blake joining us and it's for a very special uh, subject a very special show and something that I probably uh, wouldn't be comfortable doing you know without a lady on the show so um, we're going to talk about the subject of you know postpartum depression and anxiety and I guess you can kind of take it away what made you reach out you know to the to the consider your mind podcast to even want to uh, broach this subject yeah, thanks for having me, by the way. And um, I, I've been listening to your podcast, and I just think it's amazing what you guys are doing. Um, it's, I mean, it's awesome that I, thanks, I have a connection you. to you, and I know, you know, it's like, hey, this yeah. guy, I know him. We go back, mm -hmm. way back, and you're doing mm -hmm. this amazing podcast um, for mental health and, and making it feel like it's not, you know, just a scary thing or just this... Mm -hmm. You know, like try to normalize it, normalize. Yes, it exactly. Like yeah. it's so what I can tell you a little bit about my mm -hmm. background. Yeah, What you've been up to since middle school, since high school. It's been a while, <laughs> man. Oh, six. Like I said, Roseville Raiders, man. Oh, six. Too many years ago. Oh, my God. How old are we, man? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's 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 crazy to think like high school when we've graduated from college, like what, mm -hmm. 10 years now? Like it's it's. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a long time. I I don't feel that old, but I think, <laughs> but we are. Um, yeah. So, yeah. As the first, the first time I realized there was something going on was actually high school. I think, I think senior year. Uh, after I came back from spring break, I I started having like these chest pains, and during school, and I I thought I was having a heart attack. I would go to the, I think I went to the nurse like a few days and then I went to the doctor and I remember my dad bringing me to the doctor. I don't know why it was my dad, but he did. And, um, he, the doctor basically said, you, um, you're not having a heart attack. You are having, um, uh, panic attacks. Okay. Panic attacks. So yeah. I, 
was struggling with anxiety and I didn't realize, I didn't know what it was. I wasn't informed about it. I, you know, I, mm. I, and so as soon as he told me that I felt fine, mm, like it's okay. such, such a mental, your, your mind is such, such a crazy thing in your life. Like it's, it's powerful, man. It's a powerful it's thing. Just crazy. What your mind can do to your whole body and your physical, mm. you know, mm. your feelings your the way your body feels and everything everything um, and so you and so you think um once he just since he put a name to it the way you're feeling yeah. that just made you feel better automatically because you had a, a label yeah. didn't okay yeah so mm -hmm. like starting with anxiety like it like anxiety if anybody has not gummed in through it before it is awful like mm -hmm. it's i mean yeah. having an anxiety attack it is like you it starts mind starts to build like, and mm -hmm. then it makes it worse. So your mind, my mind just kept, keeps going like, okay, well, I'm having a heart attack. Oh no, I'm having a heart attack. I'm too young to have a heart attack. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Like, it keeps going. Well, what, mm -hmm. what will happen? Like people will look at me if I'm freaking out, you know, it just keeps mm -hmm. growing and growing and growing. And so, you know, obviously I was in school in high school and you don't want people to think you're crazy. No, that's not yeah. cool. That is uncool. No. Yeah. So... <laughs> I, yeah, I think I just like was, then I became anxious about going to school and having this feeling again. And, and it was, yeah, mm -hmm. it, it with little information and, and not knowing much about it, I feel like it's changing mm -hmm. uh, and getting better. And, but back then, you know, how old yeah. we are back, back then. Yeah. Health class. <laughs> it didn't really cover that health class for oh. teaching us about, you know, things, you know, right all that stuff they were required you know, the birds and the bees and the apples and the trees yeah. uh, taking care of ourselves. But in terms of our mental health, it really never was this thing. The, the closest it came was the, again, suicide prevention. You know, that yeah. was a thing, you know, when we were coming up. Um, but again, they didn't give much background on it. We didn't have words like depression, anxiety, mm -hmm. you know, OCD or anything like that. Schizophrenia. We didn't, we weren't hearing those words again, to put a label to it, to maybe even give us a sense of calm. Okay. This is what's going on with me. Instead of thinking, again, you're crazy, which is, again, it's debilitating. That's a bad feeling to have. And when you're already a kid, you're just trying to get by, man. You're a teenager. You're just trying to figure this stuff out. I was trying to you know, figure out why I was going to go to college. I was worried about, you know, next yeah. track meet football game. I was trying to just do regular stuff. And the last thing on my mind was mental health. Um, and while we were going through these things, you know, you know, how did you feel like it manifested since you, you know, didn't, you know, obviously know anything about your medication for it? None of that. You just had a label for it. What yeah. are some of the ways that you felt like it kind of infected you, you know, in school and, you know, going sure. forward? Yeah. Um, well, I remember specifically, like a lot of looking back on it, it was pretty ridiculous how I was living my life. Hmm. Um, like, I felt like I was afraid to eat. I, I, I don't know really? why I was afraid to eat lunch, like what I was going to bring. I was always afraid of what people were thinking of me. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I don't know if that's just other like problems. I don't know. But I I remember like, I don't know how I played sports because you go right from mm -hmm. school to, to practice. Straight, straight to practice. You don't even leave yep. the, straight to the locker room. You don't leave the yep. building. You go straight to the locker room. Yeah, we had a routine. And I <laughs> barely remember like drinking water throughout the day. And like, I, mm. you know, it's like, I just don't, it's like, yeah, well, if I drink water, if I drink water, I'm going to have to miss class because I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. It's just like these dumb thoughts that I remember now thinking like mm -hmm. as a, as a teenager, like, 
why was I so worried about that? Like it, it, everything you know. was such a big deal back then. And right. It's one of those right. things, of, you know, when they say, if you could talk to your younger self, what would you say? I would tell them, man, these things that you think are so important, even the people, whatever, yeah. they're even going to remember them later. Like right. I promise you, it's not going to be right. whatever you exactly. think. It's not as big of a deal as you think it's going to be. It's massive right now. But again, you can't tell a 15, 16, 17 year old. Anymore. It's so hard when you're in it. it. It is so hard. I don't know if I would go back to high school years. So <laughs> wow, that's deep, man. You know what? That's interesting because I never would have guessed it. And again, because again, Emily Hoffman, she never heard anything bad. You feel what I'm saying? I got more trouble yeah. than she did. You know, like nobody. Got, yeah. You know, you know we would. You yeah. would never. You know, thinking anything was wrong had relationships i think that's again when you and tommy started dating was back in you know high school so outside looking at playing sports having mm -hmm. relationships look like you have a friend circle who's noticing you know oh somebody eating or not drinking water how, how right. good we're actually taking care of ourselves and particularly at that age you felt like we were bulletproof man we barely needed to sleep <laughs> you know at 16 17 we could do that stuff but now right. again looking back on it what you're like oh my goodness i probably took years yeah. off my life I mean, if I did, if I didn't drink water all day now, I would pass out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, looking back on way back then, it all kind of started there. Um, I did try medicine. You know, I went to some counseling, okay. and I feel like you don't, as a kid, you know, you kind of just you don't. Mm -hmm. No, you don't really. You're not really in it like you are now. Like yeah, it, you're not invested in your health. Yeah, you're not taking right. everything like, seriously. I just like want to go. I just don't want to go play sports. I just mm -hmm. want to. I just want to leave here. You know, your mom is bringing you. Your dad is bringing you. You know, yeah, like yeah. you get into like, a routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, so, so like, so afterwards, so after we you know graduate high school, hey, throw it up. You know, oh six, that was fun, man. Even the senior party that night, the lock-in thing, that was fun. Yeah. Actually, had a good time. Yeah. So I got a couple pictures from that, actually. Um, yeah. But, you know, hey, we go off to college. Where did you go to school? And, like, did you see any, like, resources that your school, like, provided or anything like that sure. uh, once you went off to college? Where would you go? I went to the U of M. U of M. Okay, University go first. Minnesota. Go nice. Gophers. Yeah. Um, so I stuck around. Um, I lived at home. Um, oh, okay. I, I didn't. I didn't really, you know, my mom and dad, I think, are kind of, you know, like, shelter, like, like they didn't really like force me to go look at other colleges, you know. So it was just they, like, they were fine. Again, Minnesota yeah. does that to you, man. My dad yeah. wanted me to stay home too, man. It's something about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I liked it there. It was way different from high school. You could just do whatever you wanted, and nobody. There's no clicks. You know, it was way too big. Um, but no, I was a psychology major. Um, I wanted to okay going through all the anxiety and the mental health issues. I wanted to become a part of it somehow and, and help others. And okay. Um, so I never ended up, you know, getting, you know, a counselor's degree or psychologist degree or, you know, but, but just learning more about it, everything just, yeah, was interesting. Okay. So that kind of inspired you, you know, knowing that you had anxiety or whatever, getting that diagnosis, um, you know, that inspires you kind of to just research more into that, that side. Yeah. Of it. 
no, that's yeah. good, man. That kind of desire to help, man. So, um, so I kind of, I guess that kind of brings us up to like what the the subject of the show, which mm-hmm. is again, when you reached out to me, you know, I was really very happy you did. I was like, great, somebody's watching the show. First off, yeah, awesome. right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I never know. Like, hey, man, you know, we on a lot of different platforms. However, you saw it, um, and then you know, specifically, you um, had a desire to talk about again postpartum, you know, depression, anxiety, and that. That struck me because, again, being a new father, my son's just four months old, and it was something that people would tell me about. Again, I heard about it, kind of like you hear Mm -hmm. about depression, you hear about anxiety, hear words, OCDs, because you hear these words. I heard about postpartum, but I honestly didn't know what that even meant. And they were just, it was just the the only advice I got was just be nice, be understanding. Whatever she's going through, just chalk it up to that. And I was just like, hmm, okay, sure. You know, but so when you reached out to me, um, about that, you know, I, I definitely jumped at the opportunity, but kind of when, when did you start? Ex- like, I was out, know when you started experiencing it, when you start having your first child, you have three, right. three girls, right? Eight. Yep. That's the oldest. Three girls, eight, yeah, five, yeah. and three. Okay. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, so kind of fast forward to that, you know, you get married, yep. you know, and you plan on having a family and, you know, all of a sudden it's happening and you think everything's going mm-hmm. great. What's the point where you realize, Hey, you know, this, this, um, thing had you know popped up in your life. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, 2000, let's see, 2014 was my first daughter. I gave birth to my first daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I was 26, 25, maybe. I mean, I wasn't super old, you know, I mean, I got married pretty young now Mm -hmm. for nowadays, you know, uh, yeah. I think we were 22, maybe 21. Okay, straight 22. out of college, yeah. Right, right after college. And it, I kind of felt like, oh, like, this is how it goes. Like, you go to college, you you, you get married, then you yeah. have kids. Like, yeah, with it's your college just, sweetheart, you know, like, hey, it looks yeah. perfect, right? You know? With my high school sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, high school sweetheart. There you go. Yeah. All the way through. You're one of the ones that made it. You're the ones that people yeah. try to be like, you know. Yeah, know. well, so, I mean, you just think it's going to come natural. You just think it's, that's how it how that's how it goes it's just the next step um i nannied for a while i didn't know what okay. i wanted to do career-wise and i thought oh like i'll try this um yeah, so and, you had a love for kids obviously yeah, yeah yeah and i i my mom was a stay-at-home mom and oh. that's kind of just all i knew i guess like i didn't you know i didn't really have like i shouldn't say someone to look up to but career-wise like that's just she, mm-hmm. You know, so I just thought, oh, I would do that too. And having anxiety, it made me super anxious to send, think of sending my kid to like a daycare or whatever. Uh, okay. um, and yeah. I never experienced going to a daycare. So mm-hmm. I always had my mom. So, um, you know, had my fast forward 2014, um, gave birth and holy cow, like they do not teach you in the birthing classes anything about recovery <laughs> from giving birth oh uh, wow really yeah. wow okay that's no. something again i would not have guessed i thought that would be yeah. part of it but no after it's happening yeah. they got nothing for you <laughs> yeah. and i realized since then i think i have like a little bit of health anxiety as well like like worrying about like because i never had you know i'm very blessed to not have a lot of health issues you know till up until then was my first time ever being in a hospital um so i think i just the whole ordeal was just oh my like like i have to feed her you know all these thoughts just went through first of all i'm exactly i'm exhausted (laughs) from giving birth yes then 
And then you have to, you know, I just remember after that, th the thought of bringing her home was super, made me super anxious. Like, okay. not because I didn't think I could take care of her, but I was like, who is taking, going to take care of me? Because nobody oh really thinks about the mom when they come home. All they want to do is, you know, hold that baby, meet the baby, you know? And, mm -hmm. and now since when people have babies, I'm like, how are you doing? Like, how are you guys adjusting? Because, I mean, a baby is a wonderful thing, but no, I don't think until you have one or go through it that you you realize how it happens and what it takes. And it would be it's impossible. Again, it's like describing oh. to yourself when you're younger, talking until you go through yeah. it. There's no there's no way. And I just think you know having children is one of those events in life that just does change you there's no way yes. you know <laughs> you cannot you're, be changed by you're it. just exhausted the first two weeks maybe are like just a blur mm -hmm. um but but yeah i just remember on the way home in the car i started bawling like i was anxious about having postpartum depression because i i've heard of it okay, and exactly. i think one of my, of it, yeah. one of my friends had 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 it and I think that was like my anxiety is like, I'm worried about something that hasn't even happened yet. And that's what anxiety does is like, just builds and builds. Well, what if, what if I have this? What, what, it, what will happen? I don't want to, I don't want to have this. And it's like, yeah. just ridiculous. Yeah. I don't want to so, think about this. I don't want to think about this. I don't want to think about this. That's all right. I'm doing is thinking yeah. about this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then you don't want to talk about it because that's the other thing that went through my mind. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to tell anyone what I'm thinking because I honestly, like I'm okay talking about it now because I know it's fine and I know it doesn't mean that I'm going to get my kid taken away. But I thought that's what it mm. meant at the time that because I didn't want, I just wanted to rest. I just wanted to sleep. I didn't want to have to feed my kid every four hours or whatever. Like it was just so overwhelming to me, The whole, everything. Um, such a big life change. Um, and I just, I remember thinking I, I can't talk. I can't, I can't feel like this. Like you're supposed, you're supposed to be happy. Mm. You're supposed to feel a certain way. And, and nobody ever said, Oh, you might not feel that way. You know? Yeah. There's no plan okay. B. Yeah. There's no that's plan okay. B really. Yeah. yeah. I mean it, and now that's, it's like, it, it is okay. It's, and it's not going to be like that forever. Mm. Um, and I think that's the the one thing that I always have to tell people who are going through anxiety or depression is like it's it, it will get better. It doesn't feel like mm -hmm. it now, but it it's not forever. But it mm -hmm. feels like it at the time. It does. No, um, that's there's so many things in life just like that where we, again we get there and we really think this is going to be it forever. Whether it be a, you know a job situation that's bad, relationship, whether whatever we're going through. Or, you know, things that we're going through health wise, we really, you know, you can get in your head that that's it. And that's where you kind of lose hope. You know, you lose something. Um, but the important thing is to remember that, again, nothing, you know, lasts forever. Not even us. We don't even get to stay here forever. Right. The, only, the only constant is change. You know, I think. Yeah. 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 And then on top of that, being just so sleep deprived, like I can mm -hmm. only tell you the ridiculous things I went through, you know. So, so I, I was so anxious I couldn't sleep ever. You know, I was worried about her not breathing. I was worried about, you know, like, like I look back on it and I'm like, I remember one instance this that sticks out is I had her in a pack and play in like a little bassinet and she was in our room and I, you know, I, I would check her every, 
every like five minutes, you know, like I could never sleep. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and, and I would like, and no wonder why she wasn't sleeping because I wasn't sleeping, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. You ain't chilling. She ain't chilling. You anxious. She's anxious. <laughs> yeah. Like she's probably like, go to bed so I can sleep. Why aren't you sleeping? <laughs> so, so I remember I told Tom, I said, you know, can you not put those blankets right next to her? You know, like the little like wraps or whatever, like the, mm -hmm. you know, and like, it was like on a changing table right next to her. And it wasn't anywhere near where she could like get smothered or anything. But I was like, I would just rather you not put it next to her. And he's like, well, what's going to happen? And I'm like, I don't know. What if it accidentally like covers yeah. your face or something? And he's like, what is a gust of wind going to come in? And like, <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see his face looking at you like, and say that like, what? And like, to me, I was like, I would just rather it would make me feel better if you would just not put them there. Mm -hmm. There you go. Just like, do this one for me. Do this for me, man. Yeah, just yeah. do this for me, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got so, you. So no, that's a, that's wild, man. And I, I believe there's so many people that will be able to relate. That's why I'm excited to have you on the show because right. there's so many ladies right now listening to this and they're like, oh my God, that is so me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and it's not, it's not anything to be like, it's, it, I would say it's normal. It's, it's normal things, adjustment. And yeah, it's not anything that you should be like worried about talking about so mm, yep on a, and on a previous episode when we had um james jerry a therapist come on he talked about you know these dragons we build in our minds um i talked about a little bit last podcast too we create this thing in our mind it's this insurmountable mythological beast that can breathe fire and you know fly and is impenetrable this thing we can't defeat in our head we're building that into this situation when at the end of the day like what you're actually facing the actual work of the actual parenting the conversation whatever you're going through it's not that bad is what you've built it into we've made it you know this major thing and so then we approach it like that you know right. and so you know we're not approaching things with the right you know um mentality and attitude so I, i'm curious to know is that something that you went through through all three of your children after like you know specifically after you had you know gave birth coming home like was this something that yep. was a pattern or yep so then fast forward i i would i would say i i i never talked about it with my first mm -hmm. i mean i never i never seeked sought help i just kind of tried to live eventually when i when i was too exhausted to when I was just so anxious and I was so exhausted, I needed to sleep. I eventually just had to turn to God and literally like become like super into religion and and trust in God Call because it. I I literally had to just sit there one night. I remember saying a prayer and saying like, God, please look out for her when I can't, like when I'm sleeping. Please watch over her when I when I'm sleeping when I can't watch over her. And then I just like, that would make me feel like more at ease. Like, you know, like just that was what made me finally be able to sleep, I guess. Um, but that I didn't, I still had the anxiety, you know, like not being able to eat, um, which then, you know, I don't know if, you know, if you guys were going through the breastfeeding thing, but for women who yeah, 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 she does. anxiety she, and they don't eat properly, you're not going to be able to breastfeed. So I struggled with that. Yeah, um, latch, latching and stuff. I know that can be a big, yeah, big thing. Right. Well, any just producing milk, like you literally need to eat so much food as a woman, like to produce milk, because that's all the food that's not only for you, but for the baby. 
um, gotcha. whatever, you're, whatever you're putting in your body still, like you think you're done after giving birth. Nope. Like mm -hmm. if you're breastfeeding, you still need to provide the nutrients and the mm -hmm. vitamins and all that. So that's mm -hmm. another thing that was overwhelming. It was like, what? Like, I didn't know any of this. Um, you need vitamins? What is this? Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> you still need to take vitamins even this baby's not in me anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so then fast forward, I didn't get help. I didn't do what I should have done. Um, I regret it now. But at the same time, I learned a lot um, going through it. And um, so decided I'm ready. You know, it was two years I think my child just turned, my first one turned two, and I found out I was pregnant. Okay. Uh, their second. And, yeah. um, and so after, so 2017, she was born, my second one. Um, that's when I just kind of, the anxiety I could not handle, like mm, having to take care of myself. Ooh. Yeah. having to take care of a toddler mm -hmm. and a newborn um luckily my newborn this time slept amazing breastfed amazing there you but, go. all of them are different but still yes. that's a lot to do and on top of that yeah. you know you do have a husband you had a whole family you're trying to right. juggle like all these things man Raise right kids, like your relationship man. with your husband like you know you it takes a toll on your marriage too like you mm -hmm. you know you you're not you're not in it anymore. You're really. tired. Yeah. <laughs> you tired. Don't have time. Don't have time. No, no, so, no. so yeah, that's when I fell into a depression um, because I was so overwhelmed, so anxious about everything. Um, and I just remember one day just feeling like, like I was not in my own body like mm. like just numb just like i felt hazy um i didn't have i couldn't cry that was a big like i i can't oh. even cry like that that scared me like mm -hmm. it, it was the worst thing i've ever felt and i wouldn't wish it upon anyone um but i just remember yeah like like i don't care about anything right now like, I don't even want to hang out with my family. I don't care about anything. Like, I, but then, like, what am I'm just walking around like a, I don't know, a cloud of gray. Like, I don't, I don't even know. I just, it just felt like, I don't like, know. I can't like a Charlie know. Brown cartoon, the, like, yeah. just a cloud over your head, just gray cloud. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was awful. I just, and like, I think that's when I don't quite remember because I think, feel like it's just so hazy and everything, but I, I must've been Googling late at night how to get help. Mm -hmm. And that's where I turned and I found post um, PPSM it's postpartum support, Minnesota okay. and um, their helpline. Shout out to PPSM. Yep. There we go. Yep. PPSM. Um, and that's the Minnesota group of um, postpartum support international. So that's the international um, group, but this is the Minnesota so if you're looking for resources, I can give you the links and everything. Oh, yeah, definitely. We'll have yeah. those in the description box yep. below um, yep. to help everybody. Um, because, again, we try to be informational and give people resources. Right. So thank you um, for coming on the show. And, um, and actually, I think, I think we'll get into it a little bit later, but you even became a volunteer, you know, working with them. Yep. So, yep. No, that's awesome. So I thought 
I mean, they literally like saved my life. Like, wow. so what happened was I called this number um, that I found and it was a, a, a support volunteer that was a uh, psychologist or a counselor um, that just basically volunteers their time. Um, you know, they have a job. They, they have a lot going on. They have family. And for some reason, most of them have connections and or previous, you know, mental health um, experiences that they wanted to give back um, and um, volunteer their time for this. And it, it's amazing, like, to Great. talk to somebody and for them to just calm you down. Like, it's just so, like, it, it's amazing what they can do and just making you feel like you're not crazy. Like you're like, I just remember, you know, this How do they is say, I feel so seen, you know? That's what yeah. Yeah. And then they gave me, you know, what I should do next. Like, I think they told me to go to my gynecologist and talk to them, um, mm -hmm. which then they can subscribe some medication so that, you know, I didn't want to have to go on medication. I don't think anybody wants to, yeah. um, but in the long run now, you know, I've, I've tried it before. I tried it in high school and all that, but you know, it's just finding that right balance. Um, and it's not for everyone. It, it, it isn't, I'm not going to say, go get medication. Yeah. But it's not, not one size. Me, yeah. Right. Right. For me, I, it, it, my life has just been better on it. Um, it, it helps me to settle down and focus on like, what I need to do without having those thoughts running through my mm -hmm. head all the time. Um, yes. So, so yeah, it helped me to kind of like calm, you know, it's like taking um, Tylenol, you know, kind of to calm like a, like a ache so that you can then mm -hmm. focus on your job or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. so then focus on the next thing. Mm -hmm. um, you so, know, football team, we took lots of ibuprofen before we got on that yes, field. Oh yeah, yeah. we were numbed out. Probably terrible yeah. for our kidneys. <laughs> yeah. So for my mind, it needed to kind of calm that ache, that those thoughts in my mind, in order to then be proactive in helping, then go to see a counselor. Because if I went to see a counselor and I my mind wasn't in it and I wasn't able to focus on, you know, the work to get better and like doing, you know, the you know the different things that they. Told me to try and stuff. Then it, you know you, you're not gonna you're not gonna get anywhere if you you can't even be present there. There you um, go. You're gonna you're gonna get out of it what you put into it. Right, and, right. You know, I think our guest Rupert he uh, said I think the first time he came on he said um, uh, the therapist matters much less than the person getting therapy. You know, like sure. yeah. So right, yeah, it makes right. a lot of sense about that person being like you said ready. So no, that's awesome. So so that's your second child, you know. After that, boom, you you know, yeah. get in contact with uh, PPMN, and so now, okay, you got these tools, you got these resources, you're working it. So now, all of a sudden, baby number three is on the way. Now you must feel great. You're like, I got this yeah. now. I'm ready. You're yeah. not gonna catch me off guard this time. Right. <laughs> yeah, it went a lot better with my mental health the third time. Um, I'm not gonna say it wasn't hard still, but but I think knowing and having the resources and um, knowing what was happening and knowing how to deal with it and um, say, Hey, you know, to my husband, Hey, I need, I need an hour break. You know, that was another thing I didn't do enough was self care. You know, I, I felt like I had to always be taking care of the baby. 
I felt like I always had to do everything, but no, there's another person that I had that, you know, I could never accept help from because I just always like with the anxiety, I always felt like, Oh, let me do it. You know, Oh, I have to do it. And, and, you know, it, it just, I don't know, that was just maybe my personal, mm-hmm. um, who I was, but, but now it's just total opposite. It's like, mm-hmm. yep. Yep. Go take this. Come on. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going mom, out. Like, yeah. yeah. Mom ain't happy. Ain't nobody happy. Okay. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's another thing. It's like, um, like, yeah, if, if they, they say, you know, put your, you need to put your, you know, air mask on first, like on the plane. Yeah. Oxygen mask. You know, oxygen mask. Yeah. Before helping others. And it's like, you know, if I'm not, you know, if I'm not, happy and i'm you know what kind of mom am i gonna be like Mm -hmm. you know like and that was another thing is like teaching your kids that it's okay to not be okay sometimes and not putting on a mask like not putting on a mask and pretending like you're super mom all the time um letting your kids see you kind of down even though you don't want them to see you that way and you want to protect them and shelter them but but, you know, I remember telling my, you know, three-year-old or my two-year-old, like, you know, mommy's just kind of sad right now, you know, like, and it's okay for them to see you crying. And, you know, it, just explain to them, you know, I, I'm just kind of feeling sad. And and then they kind of rub your back and they don't want mm-hmm. to be sad. Oh, I can imagine. Oh. Yeah. But, yeah, just having that little moment with them kind of brings it closer together, too. No, that's good. That's good communication, even even at the young age. And I think what you said is so important. Let them know from early on it's okay to not be okay. Right. You know? So they can right. when they encounter stuff later on. Again, they don't have to feel alone in it. You know, okay, you know, mommy's there. She can't help me because right. why? You've been able to help yourself. If you help yourself, you can help others. As you right. said, mommy's got her oxygen mask on. So there right. you go. Right. <laughs> no, that's great, right. man. It makes the kids feel confident. Yeah. So that's awesome. So, um, and again, so again, one of the things I thought was really awesome when you reached out to me, you said it's um, you know, PPM is a place again that you know saved your life, as you said, saved your marriage, all of that stuff. Um, so when did you decide to you know to you know volunteer your time and you know become getting involved with getting involved with them? Sure. Um, so they have um, the the Minnesota group has this um, Daisy Dash. Um, walk or run that they um, do every year um, where you can go and sign up and register and it's raising money for their organization. Um, And I believe I signed up for that one year and then I was like, this is so amazing. Like this is full of different people that have been through the same things I've been through or, you know, everybody in a different way. But, but I, I just, I felt like there wasn't enough I think I started my own Facebook group, but it was kind of filled with just like people that I knew that wanted to be a part of it, like supporting, you know, postpartum um, moms and all that. And I just felt like there wasn't enough help out there. So I actually reached out to them and said, hey, like, would you ever think about doing a support group? You know, like, so you could, you could, they had peer support um, helpers. So like, you could be a partner, you could partner up with somebody that had been through similar um, experiences as you and they would like talk to you every like month or something. But, but there wasn't really like a group that you could meet with every month or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Kind of like Alcoholics Anonymous or something like that. You know how there's literally a group in a, you know? Yeah. 
So, so I actually helped start, um, it was, it's a free, um, virtual support group, um, and you can find it on their website. Um, and it's every Thursday at at seven o'clock, I believe. Um, and there's more information on, on the website, but they, it started that group with them and you can talk with, um, it's a rotation between different ladies that have been through different experiences. Um, and you can go every week, you can go every other week, you can do whatever you want, however you're feeling. Um, and you don't have to, you don't have to sign up. You don't have to, you know, yeah, you could just show up. Yeah. It's not, it's like, you know how sometimes I felt like it was so hard to wait for your, when you're going, you're so anxious and you to wait for your appointment with your counselor is just like such a long wait. It's like, I wish there was something sooner. Um, so it's just a great way to connect. And I think the best part, um, the, the, the thing that helped me the most was just talking with other moms that have been through it, that you don't feel like you're alone in it and you don't feel crazy. No, it's so important. That's what Consider Your Mind is all about, creating community, creating, hey, this is somebody else that's going through this as well. And guess what? They made it. They're still here. They're alive. They're pretty cool people, actually. You don't even have to sacrifice that, (laughs) you know, to get get your mind right, man. And and again, that community part of it is so important. So I bet um, I bet I bet it was great to see that grow, too. You know, as um, it started off with just an idea. Next thing you know, you know, ladies are clicking on it. Yep. Yeah, it was great. It's great to, um, it was great to help, you know, I know I'm still in touch now with a few people that, um, you know, I'd always give them my personal email, you know, if you want to reach out to me anytime, you know, like, here's my email. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so I'm still like, I'm like Instagram friends with a few people that I met there and, and like, they're doing great. And it's just so amazing to see, you know, Mm -hmm. another success story and, and all that so that's great man so yeah. awesome that's really inspiring man you know glad we're uh look at us being mental health advocates out here yeah. you, you know, know. who would have thought who would have thought that you know I mean, not... it, must be, it must be that brim hall education <laughs> there we go that brim hall badger <laughs> mentality thing. you know i guess we got that desire to help people i was a i yeah. was a bus i was a bus cop back in the yeah. day right were you were you a bus cop or a peer mediator in your life? sure was but i wasn't very good at it I <laughs> yeah, was a peer, peer mediator but i feel yeah. like i remember that yeah. i had to, i had to get peer mediated while being a peer mediator <laughs> <laughs> there you go for people that don't know this was like the violence interventionists in in, in, in um elementary school i guess they were trying to teach us you know responsibility yeah. And so they had these things called peer mediators when there was a, <laughs> and then when there was somebody had beef when there was a fight or whatever. Yeah. Instead of the, uh, it would just be an adult handle it. They had the, this idea to bring somebody the exact same age, just as immature, yeah. and <laughs> try to help them bring a third in there to help. Yes, so that yes. was us. So we've come that a long way. Forget since. about that. That was interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, you brought me back to the Brim Hall days, man. Yes, that's awesome, man. So thank you uh, again so much for uh, coming on the show. Um, and I think this is uh, so important because it's a, it's a subject, you, like you said, it's, it can be very difficult when you're going, you know, when you're being a new mom, when you're literally, the time is being taken up and you can't necessarily self care is not top of mind. You know, right. when you're, you know, literally have this, you know, new life that's dependent on you for everything, even to stay alive, like to feed everything. 
you know, the the pressures of that. And I just want to salute, you know, before we go any further, salute all the mamas out there. Shout out to my mother. Shout out to the the mother of my son. Shout out to her mother. You know, everybody's all the mamas out there because it's not an easy thing. I do want to point out also that it can it can be um, it can affect men as well. Like it can affect. Yeah, they can have um, just as much anxiety about after birth as well. Um, or, you know, there's all different, you know, like when you lose a baby and all that. There's so many resources on this on this website um, for pretty much anything um, that you're going through. So Great, great. That's yeah. good to hear, man. Great yeah. to hear, man. So, fellas, too, you guys check it out. This isn't just for the ladies, fellas. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll definitely check out... Um, you know what they have any resources because again anxiety and i tell people i i turn into every other parent just like again right when my son was about to be born there was weeks leading up to it so all of a sudden you have all these worries and it just all comes out oh i just hope he's healthy or just let it be healthy just you know we're all reduced you know down to that and um so you're not alone in that because it is a beautiful thing being a parent is a beautiful thing you know being part of you know giving life in this world it's great but those babies don't come with any instructions and yeah. how you're going to change, you know, doesn't, you know, you don't, you're not ready for that either. I, you know, looking again, I guess we'll wrap up on this, you know, as we grow up in life and events happen to us and, you know, we sign up for certain things, we become, you know, husbands and wives, become mothers and fathers, um, you know, even for our older family and, you know, come caretakers as we become more responsible, you know, it requires us to have more tools. It requires us to, you know, it takes up more energy, but requires a lot more skills. And we should never be afraid to think that, you know what, I can't handle this. I don't have the skills, you know, right now. You don't have them right now, but those are things you can develop over time. Uh, last thing I will, will leave with, and I've said this before in here, but it's okay to not be okay some days. Don't, don't feel like you're a superhero every day. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. That's great, man. You don't have to be a superhero. Yeah. You're not getting paid by the MCU people. All right. Leave that to, yeah. you know, we don't leave that to the professionals, man. So, uh, <laughs> So no, thank you so much for coming on. And again, uh, we'll leave the link to the resources um, in the description box below, however you're listening. Um, and again, go support that, you know, very worthy cause, uh, postpartum Minnesota, a part of postpartum, you know, international um, for the mm-hmm. ladies and the fellas, you know, who are going through any, you know, stuff like that, you know, uh, definitely take a look at it. I am going to, because again, I'm still a new father. I may have some effects I don't even really know about. That whole being a new parent thing, whole being a parent period, the anxiety and the, the worries around that stuff, you know, definitely don't be afraid to reach out to anybody about that. And I'm glad we could use this platform to be a resource, you know, for that as well, man. So, um, yeah. so yeah, so thanks again, Emily. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on. Um, hey, man, hopefully maybe we can have you back again. Um, yeah. You know, who knows, man, you might start a mess around and start a podcast, yeah. <laughs> the postpartum <laughs> podcast. You know, I just want a yeah. little naming credit if, if you take that. Yeah. So. Right, right. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was so good to talk to you and see you again. Yeah, yeah, man. Great to reconnect. Absolutely. We'll have yeah. to stay in touch, man. You know, we, don't, we won't have to wait, what is it, 16 years next time yeah. we talk. <laughs> we'll definitely right. do better than that. So, right. all right. So, thank you all for joining us for another episode of the Consider Your Mind podcast. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we do appreciate that. We hope you, um, you know, learn something. You know, we uh, try to entertain you a little bit, but I hope you really learned something from this episode, the great information that she gave, gave out. So, please join us again next week, and until next time, Hey.